Shorty Duop, and here we have episode 33, y'all. <laughs> I'm gonna be speaking on red flags, the obvious, the not so obvious, and reasons why these flags get ignored. I know everyone has to have at least the gist of what a red flag is, and when we may have seen them in our lives, in our past relationships, or even the ones we're dealing with right now. So what are red flags? Red flags are a dark or secretive past or present that is not wanting to be exposed. Behaviors that are suspect, illegal activities, and addictive behaviors that haven't been resolved and continue into your relationship. Those are obvious red flags. Red flags usually are things that strike you as strange or makes you feel uncomfortable. So some more examples of obvious red flags are one, lack of communication, two, irresponsible, immature, three, controlling behavior, Four, abusive behavior. Five, all of your friends and family don't care for that person. Six, you feel insecure in the relationship. These are some obvious ones, but even as obvious as they are, what do each of them really break down to? Lack of communication is one of the easier red flags to describe. It's simply these individuals find it difficult to talk about issues or express how they feel. Those moments when it would seem the most important to be open and honest, they distance themselves emotionally, leaving their partner hanging or having to deal with a situation on their own. Irresponsible and immature is just saying some people have trouble mastering basic life skills like taking care of themselves, managing their finances and personal space, keeping a job, setting goals, and actually attempting to fulfill them. These are people you can't count on because, well, they're still trying to grow up. And unfortunately, there's nothing that you can do to speed that process along besides just letting them go. Controlling behavior is a big one, in my opinion. These people don't want you to be you. They sometimes even attempt to drive a wedge between you and other significant people in your life. They get jealous of your close friends and any time they may take up in your life. They feel the need to control where you go and who you associate yourself with, even sometimes what you are wearing. These red flags are extremely exhausting and drains you of your energy very fast. Sometimes in the beginning, they may even try to do all of these things in a jokingly way, acting as if they aren't really this type of person. That's called testing the waters with you. The ones that do that are the most controlling and usually 
it leads to another huge red flag, which is abusive behavior. Usually this one starts off mild with verbal or and emotional abuse, both of them, calling you out of your name, comparing you to other people in a negative light, then that usually progresses to physical abuse. And any form of abuse is intolerable, well, it should be to you. And it's a huge red banner telling you to get out immediately and never look back. Many people say once a cheater, always a cheater. I say once an abuser, always an abuser. As strong as I feel about loyalty, I would say that a cheater deserves a second chance before an abuser ever does. Another big thing that is so obvious but yet really ignored many, many times is if your friends and family feel there is something off about your significant other, you may need to listen to them. People tend to always ignore these people when it's really the red flag that you are ignoring that's being even shaken in your face like, hey, red flag, here it is. Your friends and family, the ones that have known you for so long, are waving this flag in front of your face vigorously and you still choose to ignore it. This is the one that you really should listen to also because others usually see things more clearly from an outside perspective. Seeming that, you know, when we're in the beginning, usually always we're blindsided by this in love feeling and all of this, you know, fluffy cloud nine situation, we don't really see the red flags for what they are. So an outsider's perspective is really significant to us and we need to listen to that. Listen to the people that love you, that have loved you way before this person has came into your life. If you start dating someone and someone tells you, hey, they used to abuse so-and-so or they're known for putting their hands on, you know, women, something close to that extreme, your best interest is to listen to that and get out fast so you don't waste any time nor risk you being their next victim. Don't prolong the process of getting to that point and then saying, I wish I would have listened. Get out while it's still light. Don't wait until the light is blown out and it's complete darkness and now you are struggling to find that light. It's almost like you're you're searching on the walls. You're looking for this switch. Where is it? Where is it? I need to find that light so I can turn it on. That struggling, that figuring out where the light is, all of that can be avoided by just simply listening in the beginning and not ignoring the red flag of being in an abusive relationship. The earlier moments of that abuse doesn't seem like a lot because, well, it hasn't gotten there yet. Don't let it get there. Take it from someone who has let it get there more than once that ignored those signs in the beginning. Listen to me. I have been there one 
too many times, but I can guarantee you, I know exactly what to look for and what to listen to. And I just want you to know that no form of abuse gets better. It only gets worse. If you often feel insecure in your relationship, that speaks volumes to you. Well, at least it should, but If you often feel that you don't know where you stand in your relationship, it's a sign. Rather than moving forward and building on shared experiences that should be strengthening your connection, you feel uncomfortable, uncertain, or even anxious about where you guys are headed. You may seek reassurance more often than not causing like this strain on the two of you, this almost indescribable, not really knowing where it's coming from feeling. Like, why do I seek so much reassurance? Because you are insecure in your relationship. And then you may start working extra hard on keeping the relationship on track. And then you realize how little that your partner is contributing. And then that causes another problem. So it's this domino effect of insecurities that begin to unravel and just create this chaos and blur in the relationship. And that's not natural, nor is it normal for a healthy relationship. All right, so now that I have mentioned a lot of obvious red flags, What about the not so obvious ones? Some examples of those are one, you maintain an on and off relationship, meaning your relationship involves periods of love and happiness where both of you fly in sync with your love, but then it's soon accompanied by serious conflicts and arguments that cause tension and puts the stability of the relationship at risk. These moments are so misleading because it leaves you almost knowing you will have those good moments again. So you tend to put a mask on the toxic conflicts. So if you keep breaking up and getting back together and breaking up and getting back together, that's an obvious sign that they are not the one This relationship isn't for you. There's no future, no positive future in this relationship. Two, they are a bad influence on you. Look, a healthy relationship should make your life easier, not the other way around. If your partner emotionally drains you, you are not on the right track with this person. The right person will never drain you. Three, it's hard for your partner to show they are sorry. If you are with someone that says or does something that hurts you deeply, like really hurts you, and they cannot apologize, that means they are not confident in admitting wrongdoings. But also be mindful when they say sorry, but don't back it up with any actions. Instead, they repeat the actions that hurt you in the first place. I mean, come on, we have learned from a very early age that actions speak louder than words. Don't ignore that very obvious statement. 
And you know this for a fact. You know if you are sorry, you are going to prove that you are sorry by not continuing the actions that hurt the person that you say you love. And if you really love someone, you show them that you love them by not hurting them. But the reality of it all is that we all make mistakes. So yes, you may make a mistake that hurts your loved one and you just don't ever make that mistake for a second time. Number four, you are the one always initiating things like doing things together. You are the one who always wants physical intimacy. You are the one that always initiates wanting to go on a date or you always share personal details more often than them. So this means you are not in a mutual relationship. It takes two people investing time and effort. It takes two people to carry the weight of a relationship. This is a red flag that will linger until you can't take it anymore. Until you say, I am always the one doing everything. I feel like I'm not in a relationship with anyone. I feel like I'm with someone, but I'm alone in this. Those type of statements will begin to come out of your mind and through your mouth and you are going to start to say these things to your partner and it's just going to create another cycle of chaos and confusion and misunderstanding and it usually leads into an argument or disagreement. So basically on top of the uncomfortable uncertainty you have already been feeling when you start to express this because you've let it linger too long, now you are in even more uncomfort and more uncertainty and it's just a really big mess. This is just something that again an unhealthy relationship will go through and a healthy relationship won't. Number five, your intuition tells you things are not okay between the two of you. If you just can't get out of your head the thought that something is wrong with your relationship, there's a reason for this. There is a truth to these feelings. It's not normal in a healthy relationship to feel this way, especially consistently. On an everyday basis, you are trying to figure out, why do I feel this? Why does this not feel okay? Why am I not happy? Why don't they make me happy? Am I not making them happy? Why don't I make them happy? These constant thoughts of your relationship are trying to tell you something that you need to start paying attention to and listening to and dealing with and executing on. Number six, if you feel better when they are not around if you feel at your most peace, if you feel you can breathe easy, then there really needs to be some reconsideration of the relationship as a whole because feeling whole while separated is a no-go on continuing and being in a relationship, in a committed relationship at that because those feelings of you being your best alone tends to deter you from wanting to be around this individual and it may lead you to be next to another individual so that you would try to figure out is it just that person that I don't want to be around and that's why I feel so good alone or 
Is it just the lack of good company or, you know, you get my drift. Is it just that I need to be alone or do I need to have somebody better next to me? Yeah, that's something that will make you say, hmm, wow. (laughs) Have you been there before? I've been there before. And I didn't act on the feeling of hanging out with another person, but I did think about it. Like, man, what if I just call up this person I used to hang out with and hang out with them? What if I talk to my ex about this and maybe talk about it over dinner? And then I quickly got out of my thoughts, but it was there. So imagine having those thoughts and actually acting upon them. That's where it gets to really this relationship might not be going anywhere and you need to really reevaluate what it is that you want out of this relationship. Where do you want to go with it? And in any relationship where there's love, you should want to go as far as a relationship could go. And if you don't feel that, if it doesn't sit right in your core, then this isn't the one. And that's okay. You need to deal with that though. You cannot continue in these emotions on this roller coaster, this never ending up and down. Okay, so those are some obvious and not so obvious red flags. And hopefully some of these triggered that light bulb to shine for you again. And if it's necessary to figure this out in your relationship that you are going to start to do so. But why do so many people still choose to ignore red flags? Like even now, say that light bulb is turned on, you couldn't find it, you've been searching, boom, light is on. Now, what are you gonna do? You're going to ignore it or are you going to deal with it? Many people are still going to ignore it even knowing this you are willingly going to ignore it why well many times it's because people dread change your lives will have to change if these red flags aren't ignored maybe it's where you live has to change now you have to move or they have to move you don't really know where you're gonna live they don't really know where they're gonna live your finances, your career, you have to go back to paying all your bills on your own. You have to change where you work because they work there and it's not gonna be easy to be able to see them every day and deal with a breakup. It's not an easy adjustment. This journey is not one that is a tasteful experience. It's very sour, it's very bitter. It's so much more comfortable to live in a lie But it's true. Many people find it's better to live in denial and carry on as if nothing is wrong. They view dealing with the pain of separating as something they just can't live through. See, people get wrapped up in this doctrine to believe that marriage and a committed relationship are supposed to be really hard work. So you're supposed to struggle and compromise all the time. You're supposed to work through the bad every single time, even when it's getting worse and worse. Yes, relationships are indeed hard work, but it shouldn't be so hard that You feel disrespected, taken advantage of, not taken into consideration. You lose your own identity 
and now become at war with your own intuition. Those moments where you know better, you're starting to second guess yourself. You're starting to lose your confidence in your own free will and who you are and what you stand for. We all know what we ignore and what we allow. Sometimes you may need to ask yourself, what exactly are you ignoring and denying? You have to find your bravery in order to see the red flags. You need to develop and strengthen your courage and your backbone to do the work of repair and healing. We've all been there before, including me. I know almost any time I chose to ignore a red flag, it would be the same thing I ignored in the beginning that just drove me through a brick wall later on. And then I would find myself saying, why didn't I just listen when I seen this? Why didn't I just leave the first time I felt they weren't the one? I knew this wasn't going to turn out how I hoped it would be. But what did I do? I held on to that hope, to that faith, to that potential. People see this potential and see this potential instead of just working on exactly what it is that they have right in front of you. Sometimes you have to stop seeing this potential in your relationship, this potential in that other individual because they don't see it. They are just living accordingly. They don't see the potential that you see, even if you try to tell them. You cannot change an individual. You cannot force someone to grow up. You cannot force someone to see the things that you see or to feel the things that you feel. This has to come natural to them. And if it doesn't come natural to them, you will have a natural disaster. And with that, I am going to close this episode. I really hope that some things are working in your brain if they have to. Hey, maybe you're like me. You're just single in the dating world, not really trying to pursue anything serious or anything along those lines. So the red flags, you know, that list is still there that you will never forget. Everything I just listed, don't forget it. But maybe you don't really need it right at this moment, okay? That's fine. Maybe you are in a relationship that there's no red flags, that you guys are living it up and just flourishing and building and have the strength of a lion and the courage of however they say it. Maybe that's you guys. And I love you guys so much for that and continue being the bomb. But if you aren't, single if you aren't in this beautiful wonderful flourishing relationship and you are in a relationship where you now know there are tons of red flags then you need to do something about that and like i always say change your perspective change your attitude change your mind and you change your life I believe in you, so believe in you too. Until next time, I'm out.